I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast and happy new year. So I am recording this on the very last day of my launch in December. So you're going to be hearing this a few weeks after the fact, but I am recording this right after officially hitting six figures for this launch for Mama to CEO. And I just want to take a minute to talk about it. I am going to have another episode coming out soon where I talk all about launching and how to have a really calm launch, a launch that does not exhaust you. So keep an eye out for that episode, but I wanted to just take a moment and celebrate that I have been working at this goal for a year and a half. I have been working to have a six-figure launch for the Mama to CEO program since I started it a year and a half ago. And today, I did it. I finally did it. It has been a long time coming. There have been so many heartache moments and failure moments and all of the things. I really feel that my journey of selling a program, like a scalable program, has been so similar to my experience starting out my business at the very beginning. And for a lot of you, that is the experience of scaling. Scaling takes you back to what it felt like at the very beginning of your business where there's failure and there's doubt and there's feeling like you don't know what you're doing. And it can be really hard for those of you who really were super confident in your business for a while. I know that was the story for me. I was super confident in my business after I like really nailed selling one-on-one, really mastered it, was so good at it, was having people come to my discovery calls already a yes to work with me. It felt so easy And you think, oh, I'm going to put this low-cost offer out there. It's going to be even easier to sell than this high-ticket offer. And that was a very rude awakening for me that that just wasn't the case. It was not easier. And I don't think that I was fully prepared for how not easier it was going to (laughs) be. But I feel like I stuck with it. I kept going and now I am reaping the rewards. I feel like I'm like, oh, I did it. I figured it out. And in December, so in December 2021, we are pretty close to selling the same amount of spots in Mama to CEO. So having the same um, spots sold in December in this launch, almost the same number currently right now. And the launch is not done yet. So you'll get an update later in the future, I'm sure. So we almost have sold as many in December, 2021, as we did in all the rest of 2021, 
January through November. It's almost the same number, 11 months to one month. And actually like one week because it was a week-long launch. So that is like some epic, epic growth. And I'm so proud of it and wanted to take a moment to just share because it just happened and is super freaking exciting. So let's chat about scaling. So that intro, that was a little bit about scaling, a little bit about my experience scaling. And today I have another scaling topic for you. I really want to talk to you about what it takes to create a scalable, sustainable business. So I think a lot of times people are looking at scaling their business and they're in a rush to have a scalable offer. They're in a rush to have a course, a membership, a program like Mama to CEO, something where they perceive to be working a lot less and making a lot more money and it's like easy passive money. And I don't know, you guys, like maybe there's some easy passive money out there in the world, but like I honestly don't even believe in it. I just don't think that's a thing. Not that it can't be simple and not that it can't fit within your work hours and allow you to have a very balanced life. Like, you know me, that is what I am all about. But like this whole like totally passive stream of revenue thing, like no. I don't believe in that. Actually, I'll tell you this. The most passive stream of income I can think of that I have is real estate. Like we buy a house and over time it just appreciates. But you know what? We are maintaining that house. We're, we love to do house projects. That's not even passive. So anyway, this whole thing, I have seen some coaches out there who have like a so-called passive income stream and they either like their stuff looks like junk. You know what I'm talking about? Those people where it's like, you have not updated this course since the (laughs) nineties. It's still on CDs, CD ROMs that they mail to your house. Like that kind of thing exists, right? Like maybe that's an example of passive. They created it once. Or like they have a team and truly they are managing things. So like when you look at my business, I want you to know there's a lot of back-end work. It is not like beachfront laptop life situation over here. I really do work in my business. I'm writing copy. I'm delivering to clients. I am leading my team. I am planning. I have all kinds of other things going on in the business that take up a lot of time and energy. So just so you know, let's put aside the passive situation and let's just think about having a scalable business that is sustainable because this is what I want you really focused on, not just making all of the money not just out there focused on revenue as number one. And I love to talk about money. You hear me talk about money all the time. But it's not just about the revenue. The secret to a sustainable business, a business that has longevity 
that doesn't burn you out, that doesn't burn your team out, that consistently grows and produces results, the secret to that business is all about the margins. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And this digs so much deeper than revenue as a measure of success. This is talking about how you make it. What are the inner workings of you and of the business? This is about having a business that is healthy and scaling that business to serve more people in less time and make more money. That's my definition of scaling. Scaling your business in a way that is healthy and sustainable and all about the long term. In my mastermind, Simple Scaling, we are totally focused on sustainability and the long-term vision. We are not there for like the quick money wins, the like money grabs to like have big launches or have big months, that kind of thing. That is not the secret. There are a lot of people out there who are creating new offers like every single month, it feels like. And they're just like constantly creating new and launching new and it looks tiring (laughs) to me. That is like the total opposite of what I teach my clients to do when we're scaling. I have my clients really simplify and really focus on the long-term sustainability, even if it means taking a little bit of a slower approach. Being willing to slow down is what's going to allow you to grow so much faster. It's going to allow you to grow so much more sustainably. So let's talk about what this looks like, the way that I define a margin, because you might be wondering like, what the heck is a margin? What are the margins? So I like to think about this of your resources or after what you've invested and given to the business, how much is left over? So thinking about, for instance, the profit margin, right? Profit margin, you think about what's my revenue. Let's subtract my expenses from it. Whatever's left over, that is my profit. And then that gives you the profit margin. Like what's the percentage of profit that is left over? And you want to have a lot of profit left over. The target that I give to myself in my business is 50%. 50% for me is like, my bar for planning and spending and everything in my business. So I always want my business to at least have 50% profit. So when you hear me talk about having a million dollar business, that means $500,000 in profit. So after all of my expenses, I have $500,000 left over. And for this year, where we are for 2021, because we're still at the end of the year, we are at a little over 1.2 million. And I think my expenses for this year, last time I looked, it was right around 600,000. So we're right on track on that 50%. And my projections for next year and my planning for next year have us at even more than 50% profitable for a $2.5 million year. So I am really excited about the direction we're going. And this is for sure what I teach to my clients in Simple Scaling Mastermind. We 
are looking to have a profitable business and we are looking to be moving towards greater profitability. So I work with a lot of different types of businesses, not just coaches. I think 50% is a great target for a coaching business that is at the multiple six-figure million-dollar level. I will say, just a little like caveat, at the beginning of your business, for the first like couple of years, it is so normal and okay for you to be breaking even, for you to be investing more in the business than it's making. Don't stress if you're not yet at this 50% profitability. That isn't a problem. You don't have to be there. Just have it as a goal. Have it as something that you're working towards long-term. Don't use it as a reason to not invest in your business now. That is for sure what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to be starving the business of the resources it needs because you're trying to get to an arbitrary profit margin. That isn't the secret to scaling and long-term sustainability. That's the secret to short-sightedness and like staying where you are right now. And being in the mastermind is such a good way to find that balance and figure out what is the right number for me because Businesses other than coaching businesses may not have 50% as their correct number. Like some of you have way bigger teams. Like those of you who are building agencies, you're probably not going to be at 50% and that isn't a problem. Some of you who have like product businesses and that kind of thing, you're for sure not going to be at 50% and that's not a problem either. We just want to be really aware, really smart about the finances and how we're doing it. I always see people out there being like, when people talk about having six-figure launches and making a million dollars, what you don't know behind the curtain is how much they spent on advertising and maybe they're just barely breaking even. And that's why I wanted to tell you about like, this is My goal, this is how my business works. We're at about 50%. So when you see me talk about Making a million dollars, you know the profit margin is 50%. So you want to be profitable. You want to be moving towards greater profitability. You want to be using numbers that make sense for your business and the growth that you want to create in your life. And here's what I want to say as we're going through this episode. I've dug into one of the margins But here's the context that I want you to remember as we go forward throughout the rest is that there's a couple pieces here where you see issues with your margins, where you see that you don't have space, where you don't have anything left over and you don't have that margin that is going to reveal your work to you. So this isn't something to feel bad about, feel ashamed about, feel wrong about. This is just like a diagnosis. This episode is a diagnostic tool. This is going to allow you to see where is my work. And if you're somebody who's like consistently generating money, you've made some good money, especially if you are getting pretty close to 100K or beyond 100K and you're listening to this, you for sure need to join Simple Scaling Mastermind. So Tuck that away in your head. More details are coming soon on that. 
but this is really going to help you see what are the kinds of things would you be working on in that room to help your business become more sustainable for the long term. And the other thing that you need to know is that all of these things are all about managing yourself. So the more that you are intentionally managing yourself, the easier everything else in your business is going to be. Everything else in your business is so much easier when you are managing yourself. And the money you make, like the revenue in your business, becomes the byproduct when you are really managing yourself well and then managing everything else in the business really well. So we talked about profit margin and how important that is. At Simple Scaling in October, like our October live event, I walked them through my actual expenses and profit and everything from 2020. And so then for our next class, the April one, I'm going to walk you through my numbers from 2021. So you're going to get to see like, what does it actually look like? Where is Samantha spending her money? Spoiler alert, coaching is my number one expense. And team is getting pretty darn close up there as well. And advertising, paid advertising is still behind. But in 2022, it's going to be moving on up. The next margin is the time margin. So this is one that I have you paying attention to from the very beginning. So those of you who are in Mama to CEO, you know like this is something I talk about at the very beginning. We are looking at your time and what this looks like when you don't have a good time margin. It looks like overworking. It looks like not having really healthy boundaries. It looks like not having super clear work time and non-work time. And these are things that you really want to be cleaning up. Here's something that I love to teach in the mastermind. So in the mastermind, a lot of my clients in there are moving into the phase of their business where they are having to grow and manage a team. But for some of them, they're not at that place yet, but I have them still think about their business and their culture of their business as if they had a team already. So the expectations they have of themselves, the way that they feel like they have to show up in the business, I have them think about having an employee in that same situation. So this like overworking and boundaries issue, think about this if you are like checking your work email or working on client projects like all the time and you're never taking time to rest and you're never taking time to be with your family and that kind of thing. Imagine if you had an employee doing that. You would not be thrilled, right? You'd be like, take a break, take a vacation. If you had an employee who is working on vacation, you'd be like, no, rest, unplug. Like you need a true vacation. But when it's yourself, you don't treat it that way. So I want you to really look at like what is the culture around overworking and the work-life boundaries in my business? And is that something I would want to replicate in a team? So that time margin, you really want to have a high margin of time. 
that you're able to rest, that you're able to be a human being with a family and a life outside of your business. The next margin is the emotional margin. And this is really all about how much space and time you're giving yourself to process your emotions. You have to see yourself as a human. Humans have emotions. You're not a robot. So don't expect yourself to be a robot. Give yourself time to actually feel your feelings. Give yourself space to allow the emotions that you have without trying to rush through it or push it away or like stuff it down. There are a lot of emotions that come up in the process of building a business and you have to be sensitive to that. You have to allow for that with yourself. And I also want you to look at this. Are you at the effect of your business? How often do you feel like your business is taking you on an emotional ride? And how often are you really being intentional? Intentional about creating your own emotions, creating your own thoughts powerfully versus trying to get feelings and validation and that kind of thing from the business. This can be another thing too, where our highs and lows and our up and downs emotionally are tied to our clients. Like if our clients are happy, then we can be happy. If we think our clients might not be happy, then we can't be happy. That's not a healthy dynamic either. So you want to have that kind of boundary and margin with your emotions where you have a space for your own emotions and you're processing through and doing that work. Super, super important. The next margin is energetic margin. And I think that this is something that I don't hear a lot of other people talking about in the business space. I think it's something that I do really well. And something that I want all of you to learn from me. And this is about your energy. So this isn't just about time. So a lot of my clients have this like sneaky little loophole, which is why I had to create the energetic margin as an extra. Because a lot of you will look at the time margin and you'll look at the work and non-work and you'll be like, yeah, I've got it dialed in. I have my work time. I have my non-work time. It's perfect. But here's what you're doing wrong. You are thinking about work during non-work time. And this is spending your energy. This is decreasing your energetic margin. It's depleting your energy. And this is why so many people burn out. And I think that this is a major cause of hustly behavior is this kind of thing. So let's pretend it's a weekend and you have a launch coming up in a few weeks. Are you letting yourself unplug and recharge and rest and fill yourself up with the things that make you feel amazing? Or are you thinking about the upcoming launch and feeling guilty about not having it all done and all the things? I want you to be super aware of this. And I will tell you, there was a period in my business where I had to be super disciplined about never thinking about work during non-work time. And then 
once I really mastered that, now I feel like I have a good balance and good mental discipline around like, it's okay for me to think about a client and how to solve her problem when I'm like curling my hair in the morning or something like that. That's fine. That's something that's okay. And the way that I gauge that is how I feel. Is this depleting me? And the way that I got there was having like a cold turkey period where I didn't allow it at all. And then I like reintroduce. This is like an elimination diet. (laughs) We eliminate thinking about work during non-work time. And then we slowly reintroduce to find the triggers, right? It's the same thing with the energetic margin. So I really want you to be looking at that and I want you to be evaluating how much time am I giving myself to rest because it's so easy to burn out in business, especially when you love what you do, especially when you're really good at making money. So easy to be like a squirrel picking up all the nuts. That is the analogy that I used to use when I was like in this phase of my business where I really didn't have good energetic margins, I was feeling like a frantic squirrel who's just out there like accumulating every single nut it could find in the whole world. So you don't want that. You don't want that energy, that squirrely, hustly energy in your business. You want to have rest. You want to have calm. And then the final margin is creative margin. This is all about, are you letting your brain take breaks? Are you letting your brain work on other things? So this is why I love having a volunteer role. I've talked about this before. I have a pretty sizable volunteer role at all times. I just love it. And I really enjoy having something that I have to problem solve for and deeply think about that is totally different and separate from my business. It feels like using all of my skills and abilities for a completely different thing and the kinds of breakthroughs that I've had, like while doing the volunteer role, something comes to me about the business or vice versa. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. It is so incredible to have other outlets for your creativity. So let your brain work on other things. That can literally be anything. That could be painting. That could be knitting. Like whatever it is, I want you to have other creative outlets besides your business. What this also really helps with is that you then aren't trying to use your business to be your only creative outlet. It just can't be. Like that, we can't put that onto our business, it's going to have us making short-sighted decisions instead of long-term sustainable decisions. In the mastermind, you will create a long-term vision for your business, a four-year vision for your business, and you really need to contain your creativity in your business within that plan. Not creating a bunch of other crazy offers and other things and other ideas that aren't part of the really simple plan that you have. That totally takes away from the spirit of simple scaling, like really keeping things simple and sustainable. So you want to have another outlet to pour your creativity into. And you also want to be taking breaks. 
And something that I want to offer to all of you, a little insight into me that I think might surprise you if you haven't heard me talk about this before, but I do two things to really like rest up my brain. Actually, three things. This is going to be funny. Besides like sleep and quiet time and like going on walks and stuff and like having downtime with family, those things. These are three things that I do. I read almost exclusively romance novels. I read almost no nonfiction. I think I've maybe read two to three nonfiction books this whole year. And I have read, I don't know, probably at least a hundred romance novels. (laughs) I have read a lot of books this year. So I have my brain on something completely different than my business when I am reading. I also love some TV. I will for sure love to binge watch a show. I have probably talked about this on here before, but I watched all 40 seasons of Survivor in 2020. And I think the first part of 2021. Like, can you believe that? That is ridiculous. (laughs) I think it is so weird, but also I enjoyed it. I am like a super fan now. I had never watched before and I became obsessed. I'm so into it. So I love some shows. I also have a Nintendo Switch and love to play Animal Crossing. I just got all the updates a couple months ago. So I'm creating those vacation homes and all the things. So I want you to know that I have other things that I use my brain towards And what I will tell you is that when I first started introducing those things, it was so hard for me to not be feeling a lot of anxiety about my business when I let my brain be focused on something else. So if you're at the beginning of this journey, I want you to just understand that it's okay if when you are first starting to grow these margins, it is so uncomfortable. All of these margins are going to be uncomfortable, even profit margin. Hey, there are some of you who have a struggle story around money and you just spend all the money that comes in. You know who you are and you're going to do that in your business and you're going to starve your business of the profit that it needs going forward. I'm going to be ending 2021 with about $400,000 cash in the business that I'm leaving in the business to fuel 2022. So I don't just have like huge profit margins so I can like buy a yacht or whatever. (laughs) I cannot afford a yacht with this money probably, but I don't even know how much yachts cost. You're probably all going to tell me after, but I keep money in the business. Like that's part of the margin. That's part of the profit margin, right? Is having this cushion, having this fuel and support for the business. This is where that long-term sustainability comes from. So that's the theme of all of these things, right? Like we're keeping you mentally and physically healthy. We are letting you have other things going on in your life so you're feeling fulfilled and you're not getting depleted. And we're keeping the business stocked up with cash as soon as it's viable, as soon as it's able to do that, as soon as your revenue is where it needs to be that your your desired expenses or your needed expenses are less than that, keeping that cash in the business to be able to support the business. So if you don't have big margins, 
This is the work that we do in the mastermind. This is a big piece of it, is all of these things. And what you're going to hear over the next several weeks leading up to our open enrollment is more of the concepts, more of the takeaways from the mastermind. I know there's a lot of you who have been emailing my team and asking, when is enrollment? When can I join? How can I join? It is coming up at the end of this month, January 31st through February 2nd. Put it in your calendar. That is when applications are open. So you need to submit your application during that time period. All right. I will talk to you all on the next episode. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.